0: You are listening to Let's Be Honest with your host, Just Jonda. Hello. Oh, and welcome to let's be honest i'm your host just jonda and since this is one of our episodes about gossip and the real housewives of salt lake city of course i have my fabulous fellow legal legal and podcast bestie missy here with me hey missy clapping was right on time today.
1: I'm saying, and you you can't see my curtsy, but it's
0: immaculate. So. <laughs> okay. So we are getting into episode 16 of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It was one of those episodes where it wasn't like boom, 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 from start to finish with action, but it had some pockets of Action that I think is appropriate for a housewife show because not everything is like the the drama, like nastiness. Some of it is the ridiculousness, which is still a part of the housewives' experience. So we got that, and then of course towards the end, circle back to some you know damn near fisticuffs, which we'll get into in a bit. So, but before we get to all of that, some of the biggest news to come out in the housewives oh fear oh sphere so to speak um uh this week has actually been related to salt lake city um that i think we mentioned last week that uh word on the street was that they were do, uh, taping their reunion last week and they, and we were right. They did. They recorded their union, their reunion on Thursday, the sixth. they did it in, uh, California this time instead of New York. Uh, I suspect because of like the medical stuff or whatever, because most of the reunions are done in New York. Um, some, I think there's been an occasion or two where even the West coast women have been brought to New York, but you know, Atlanta, they'll do, in Atlanta, but you know, they've built up the cachet to have you come to them, and of course, um, Beverly Hills. But this one, it was a deliberate choice, uh, in my understanding, was COVID related and all of that. So, I, I, that, as I said to Missy before we got on, we can't get into the fashion other than to say, Oh my god. But we can't get into the fashion because that is an entire episode and we promise to give it to you because they deserve it. And I don't mean in a good way, Missy. <laughs> bad, like really bad. And, and not Michael Jackson bad, who's bad, like just bad.
1: Horrible.
0: So um, as if they could top last year's bad, they did. And, and, and the trajectory is supposed to be going up, right? Because it's season two. And no, you may not necessarily be quite in the groove, but this is also season two, but the Housewives shows have been coming on for damn near 20 years, like at least 15. So you don't really get the same pass that, The earlier cast did when they were only on season two and we go, oh, well, they're going to get better or whatever, because at this point, while you may still be getting your groove within your particular show and kind of just learning how to do the whole reality TV thing. The stuff like the reunion, that's pretty much a set formula. They give you a theme and you show up and and whatever. You don't get a pass on, oh, well, it's season one, it's season two, because that's a formula that's been in place for like 15 years now.
1: But they have no idea that they failed at the assignment. They have no idea. They're patting themselves on the back.
0: Uh, well, and we know that even if the other women were less than satisfied with their looks and, and you know, vowed to never uh, deal with whatever stylist assaulted them this time, one person in particular, Ms. Meredith Marks, does not feel would never feel like she did anything bad because Meredith Marks actually thinks that she is a fashion girl. So in her, so I have full belief and and I think we all can pretty much agree on that based on what we see on her, see her do on the show, that the choices or the reunion choices that Meredith makes are her choices because they're in line with, Um, with what she does on the show. It's kind of like Giselle Bryant not following the advice of her castmates, even the ones she get along with in getting a stylist. Um, The difference with Giselle though, is that Giselle lover or hater has a certain level of natural beauty that even though we give her crap about her clothes being a mess you can't. You just can't deny the fact that she is beautiful and you just go, you know, it, which is part of the reason why even her castmates go, she has pretty girl syndrome. She's always gotten away with whatever she's done or whatever she's worn because of her looks. Not everybody can do that. Not saying that Meredith Marks isn't attractive. She's just no Giselle Bryant. No, she's not. None of these women are. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's already too much. We're already six minutes in. I'm telling you that their reunion fashions will surely send us down the rabbit hole. So hard stop on the fashion. Okay. The other big news, again, still related to the real housewives of Salt Lake city and it actually grew out of their reunion really, which it, and, and it is the fact that the By the time, you know, they wrapped for the day, news started to dribble out because no matter what everybody signs, and I'm sure it's not castmates, but, um, you know, people on set, that Mary Cosby was a no show. And apparently, this was something that was not known by her castmates uh, because it was not. what am I trying to say? It wasn't like an actual, my understanding is it wasn't like a full stop resignation prior to the reunion. Now it turns out the rumor was true and Andy Cohen has since talked about it as of, you know, they let everybody marinate on it for a couple of days. But by the time we came into this week, maybe Monday, I don't think he made a statement over the weekend. Uh, but on his on his podcast, he did confirm that she wasn't coming back. But what he said, which to me, again, is very telling of the fact that there wasn't like a full stop, I quit so that they, in terms of them knowing she wasn't going to be there. Uh, he said that she, um, that he had a feeling that she wasn't going to be returning when he spoke to her on New Year's Eve, because he said he spoke to her on New Year's Eve earlier before he went to work. I guess since he remembers it, it was before he got ripped on live television with Anderson Cooper and (laughs) remember that. And he said that I understood what he was saying, although it it wasn't artful the way he said it and people like went in different directions. But essentially what he was saying, uh, what he was attempting to say is that Mary said she didn't feel gratified by the experience and what have you. And, And based on... Her social media posts, which have certainly amped up in the past several weeks for obvious reasons with all the episodes, based on the social media posts, it's clear that she's pissed with everybody. I mean, her social media posts aren't even terribly nice to Meredith, who on social media has kind of backed away from what seemed like a defense of some of Mary's comments, but she still never flat out, you know, disavowed her friendship with her but Mary certainly has but as you and I have talked about Mary doesn't like respect or has any type of anything for any of these women anyway
1: I just think Mary pulled an Antonio Brown or like the housewives like Mm -hmm. ran off the field took off the jersey
0: (laughs) it was just like bump (laughs) it
1: and Andy Cohen was left like I don't even know did she Leave or
0: not? She coming back? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Let me see. Call into the show. Riri was just giving me a call, and I told her to call into the show. We missed her. We haven't done one with uh with Riri about this show in a minute, so I'm not sure she's going to come in. But anywho, yes, I, I do agree with that. And like Antonio Brown, who said that part of the reason he did that was because of him making complaints and what have you that were not honored by the organization. I would I would bet that Mary's rationale would be similar. Not so much that she complained to Bravo, but certainly that she felt like or feels like Bravo via her castmates were um basically crucifying her to and, and I think that's certainly an appropriate way to term it coming from Mary, who has a tremendous Jesus complex um, also i i it cannot go unsaid as well that. A few days before the reunion, like maybe two days before, I want to say like Tuesday, a YouTube show called Sherelle's World had Mary's cousin Dan. Now, this is one of her first cousins, Um, one of, I believe, one of her mother's siblings' children. So Dan was on the show and Dan said a lot of the things that you and I have discussed in the past because he and an uncle of Mary's appeared on, in, in various places during season one, basically confirming some of the things that um, people who claim to be former church members had said on Reddit. But Dan took it a step further. Dan is the step he took it like a mile for Uh yes <laughs> that's right oh yes that's right because I sent it to Missy and obviously we were both like what so according to Dan and Missy I think we can both agree this was not with prodding like she the the host kind of sat back and just let him had let you know let him do what he does let him rip and let him rip and rip he did And And produced receipts. And so Dan went so far as to say that uh, he did um, confirm. Well, of course, all of these are allegations, but from his perspective, confirm the allegations about uh, Cameron and the House situation. But he put it into some additional context by saying that um put into some additional context by saying that part of the whole manipulative piece because that's what i would call it i think uh, i mean what do you think um in terms of what he was Very. i would call it predatory yes so the whole especially when you look at the age differences because According to. um, Oh, great. We're not going to echo. Fantastic. So according to um, Cameron's death information, funeral stuff that you and I, of course, checked into independently, he was only about thirty three. Right. Didn't we confirm he was like thirty three? Yeah,
1: Significantly younger.
0: Yes, he was her. 33, but also remember the timing because remember that he, uh, and, and so now this is where we get into where it gets real funky if, if any of this happened, whether it's the other stuff that Dan said, which I'm going to dive into in a minute, or even just the financial uh, issue. Because remember, just based on the timeline put into place by watching the show this uh the meeting or what have you that dan had at the party and of course subsequent with whitney but at least when we saw him at the party um lisa's party that based on when the show was filming that was roughly march ish march april of 2021 so not too long ago because last season moved very quickly in terms of the taping. And then because they knew that there was such a huge public interest in uh, Jen Shah's trial It's not so much that the taping moved quickly because they hadn't taped in two years, but they, they recorded the show from roughly January to around May. And then, of course, we got it in the fall because it just would have lost some of its timeliness. And also, they wanted to get it on the air. And they had already greenlit a season three, which is going to start recording in a, literally in a few weeks before the reunion even finishes airing. Because they don't want to potentially miss anything leading up to Jen's trial date, which is currently set for March, April of 2022. But anyway, I, dig- I digress. So... He, um, so that happened in March. Remember at that time, he said that he he had not been with the church in several years. So let's say just for argument's sake, that's two or three. And then he also said that he had, when he was with the church, he was with them for seven years. So stop me if I'm giving Uh, wrong numbers. Isn't that pretty much what he said on the show? I I think he said seven years. That's what I recall. Okay. So even if we were to say in the least amount of time of the time, he was not with the church, let's say two years plus the seven, he was with them. That would be nine years total, which would make a 33 year old have been roughly 24 when he became involved with them. And then at some, so all of this still would have went down in his twenties with a woman who is in her late thirties, early forties, but who is herself married to a man twenty-two years older than her. And I'm not going to put this all on Mary because, as it relates to the mortgage company aspect and all of of the church and and that whole branch of it. Those are things that were owned and run by Robert and, gosh, I forget the woman's name, but Annie something, who was a part of the case that you and I talked about that went to the Utah Supreme Court. Right, right. So, those aspects of it, no matter how it, no matter what led up to it, once it got into the the money transactions again if this took place because these are all allegations a lot of that would have involved robert and this other person who's like the church the church administrator slash co-owner of the mortgage company so we're talking about people much older much more experienced much more savvy and let's face it it sounds like they're if uh, if even half of the allegations about the stuff going on with these people is true there was a lot of grift going on uh sharita if you saw this episode we wanted to bring you on the air i see that you are in the room so just uh hit the piece so we could bring you on so at any rate now are we ready for the ugly part missy are we ready did we take I, our deep I, breath i'm still not ready
1: i know i it's wasn't ready to things- hear it. Yeah, once you hear it, you can't unhear it. I know. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> yes, Riri, it's been too long, girl.
2: Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Now, which episode are we talking about to make sure I'm on the same episode Okay, we're talking
0: about the most recent episode Sunday. Yes. Right now, we're talking about the gossip because you know we do okay. the gossip first. So we haven't gotten into the episode. So we're okay. talking about the gossip. Remember the whole recording with um, Mary's cousin, Dan. So now yes. we're about to drop the bomb, which is that according to Dan, who again, as I said, pretty much confirmed in as much as we can say, confirm, because again, all allegations, the stuff that that we had been hearing for two years, he took it a step further and said that the real deal between Mary and Cameron is that there was a sexual relationship. He claims that Cameron even broke it down to him like you know, this is how it happened. This is how she got on it. At one point there was some call me Jesus or no, what was it? No no no, no. I remember you're no. effing Jesus. God now.
1: Yes, you're effing God now. Yeah. Which
0: let's call a spade a spade. I can actually kinda see her saying that if that happened.
1: And there and there's pictures. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that some of it even went down in their house, that there was some sneaking around for the benefit of the servants and probably the child, um, but not for Robert, that Robert knew about it and was like, you know, whatever, I ain't sleeping with <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. She don't want to sleep with my old ass. I got a, I you know, I got a son out of the deal. Cause remember that he uh he and Mama, the grandmother, had been together for 20 some odd years, but she never bore him any children because she was the same age that he was when he married Mary in terms of her him being in his 40s and her being in her early 20s it was literally the same scenario when mama married him. So um, so obviously she's a woman near 40, she had already had multiple children who, according to the myth of mama, she had walked all the way from Texas to Utah to establish a church. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> ultimately uh, he his heir, the, the one child he was finally able to have, unless there's some other ones out, unless Robert is for the streets and we didn't know about it. Um, <laughs> she is the child that Mary had because he never had any with mama. So I suspect that if there was some hiding in the house because there were some people that said, well, why if Robert didn't care, why would you be sneaking around the house? Well, because remember, as Mary has said, even in season one, a lot of times the people that she's had worked for her are family members because she married Robert so that they could have all the money. So, because um, remember the one cousin had basically been her nanny since Robert was a baby uh and then she had somebody else working there most recently i think it was dan i could have sworn that was dan at the house in the most recent episode but i could be wrong
1: yeah and her son was there i mean
0: yeah and that's what i said and her there. son so and her son would have been if this is sometime with it over the course of the last nine years, even over the course of the last five or six years, her son would have been, uh, you know, like 11, 12 years old. Because her son is only like around 17, 18. Um, So anyway, so that is the messiness. Unfortunately, as we know, Cameron isn't deceased, so obviously he can't talk about any of this. But it also, you know, my spidey senses are telling me that, Some of this also makes a little bit of sense in light of the fact that, remember, notice that every time like Lisa or Whitney talk about whatever these allegations are that Cameron has made and these things that he has told them, they always get to a point where they go, oh, and there's so much other stuff I can't say. You know, sex is usually one of those things where you go, oh, there's so much other stuff I can't say. Right, right. Because if you're, t- I mean, if you can tell the world that they gooped him out of three hundred, of uh, three hundred thousand dollars from refinancing his house, what could be worse than that? I mean, besides like murder, but <laughs> I mean, what could be worse <laughs> well, than that?
1: You, you know, there there could be other things like tip of the iceberg that you know all these people are like a lot
0: of yeah and also i get it like a lot of when you get into any allegations that not even just the church but that anybody is behaving in any of the type of behavior that has been alleged with mary and robert aka bishop um You know, whether it's in the church or culty sense or just flat out just some folks in the hood, it's very grifty. There's always a lot of seedy characters, even if it's something in the church. It's still very, like, distasteful. Like, you know, you even when you talk about it and, and folks are gossiping about it in the hair salon, everybody's face is like, ugh. So it, I agree. There could be a lot of things that would make that he could have told them to make them uncomfortable.
2: But I think sex would probably be at the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what I do you agree. think, Sharita?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going with sex. Uh, I mean, that's just my <laughs> personal opinion. I could be wrong. I, I, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's fact. I have no factual, actual about this. But that's but my like thing.
0: sex for 3000, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'll take sex for
2: 3000, Alex.
0: <laughs> okay, so that so but ultimately, so Mary's not coming back. There are many theories as to why I suspect that one of one or two, one of two things will happen. Either Mary will um, continue to filter out information in her own way. She will consent to being interviewed by somebody, which I do not see her doing given the nature of the allegations. I think that if Mary speaks, it will be in her own way. It will either be through Twitter or Instagram. She'll do a live or this podcast that she was supposedly doing that we saw On the show that no one's ever seen or heard of. It will be in some way like that. I don't see Mary Cosby subjecting herself to questioning with this with these types of allegations without a lot of a lot of controls in play. And realistically speaking, and I say this to people all the time, that even though we are kind of immersed in these, you know, in the Bravo universe or OWN or VH1 or any of the shows that we talk about, in the grand scheme of things, some of these shows barely get a million viewers. So the vast, overwhelming majority of the world have absolutely no idea who or what we're talking about it is it's so you're like so when we're having these conversations we're preaching to the choir and talking to the same people over and over just in different settings um that's why that's what makes it such a big deal that people like our mothers or just you know grandmothers or whoever would know or it, even if they don't know but would recognize a, a Nene Leakes um, because uh, you know of her becoming a cultural phenomenon that transcended the numbers and the the genre that she is a part of um, because the The overwhelming majority of the world have no idea who a Mary Cosby is. So, other than what if her choosing to make any statements, if she doesn't, eventually people just stop talking about it and forget it. When the show comes back next season, you'll have people who will, you know, want to be critical like they always are and go, "Oh, the show is not as good since Mary isn't there," or whatever, whatever. But again, the show barely gets a million viewers with or without her. So it doesn't matter. So um, I yeah, don't think a lot. Of this... Yeah. Oh, go okay. Ahead.
1: I was going to say some of this stuff isn't going to go away because it seems like they're in a little small fishbowl.
0: Oh, I agree. And
1: it's not a lot going on. I would not be surprised if there are investigations. Oh, I agree. Some of these allegations where she will have to answer whether she wants to or not. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, of course she's not going to volunteer or walk up, but I think we'll be hearing from her even, you know, a little bit beyond the Bravo bubble because, you know, she, she, she went wrong when she let too many people know who she was.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it was totally Mm -hmm. unnecessary. Um, Talk about somebody putting themselves in an unnecessary situation. She does Mm -hmm. not seem, she doesn't, she did not use the platform and didn't, and doesn't seem to have ever wanted to use the platform to increase, Her speech as a minister, absolutely. Like she, she wasn't using it to go mega church or to attempt to launch her own version of the PTL Club. She wasn't trying to launch a product. She isn't wasn't trying to become. A uh, Bravo Liberty, uh, and and you know, use that to get on red carpets and and what have you. There was everything that would be a reason, and we we know the reasons because, well, one, we're smart, and two, we've seen the others do it. Everything that would be a reason for anybody to do these shows, besides just a check, she does. She did not tick any of those boxes. So talk about somebody putting a target on their back for absolutely no reason. And no reason. I and from season one, like we talk about her in season two and the fact that it's obvious she doesn't like them and doesn't want to be there. I mean, we've said that like every episode she's appeared. But the only reason why we have said it so much during season two is because we've seen her more in season two. We, But we felt the same way in season one. Even when we saw her on a limited basis, the attitude, the not wanting to be there, the not truly wanting to participate, the, the high handedness, feeling like she was, you know, they were all beneath her and you're this and I'm Jesus. and All, all of that has always been a part of who she was. She literally slept at their reunion.
2: Oh, last year? Yes. Yes.
0: I firmly believe that the literally the only reason Mary was brought back, despite the fact that she had, you know, her and Jen had their conflicts last season. I truly believe that if 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 she was on uh, any of the other franchises with that performance, especially since she wasn't there most of the time. There would have been a more than likely chance, her couple of run ins with Jen last season notwithstanding, that she would have not been brought back. Mary was brought back this season specifically because they knew that the storyline was going to be about the allegations. Because we know from watching this, it's all mapped out in advance, they already knew that they had a built in storyline. Ba- practically, basically for everybody um, with Mary and the church thing. The Jinsha thing, as we discussed, fell into their lap. That was just a happy accident. She just happened to get arrested while they were filming. Had that not happened, this would have been all Mary all the time because they knew that that was going to be the primary focus of the season because of everything that came out during season one, but they couldn't explore it on the show because they had already finished taping by the time the show started airing, then they already knew they had, they had hit the jackpot for season two. And that is the only reason why she's there because otherwise she showed no interest in being there.
2: Oh, you could tell she was forced to be, she only came because of contract to come to half the thing she came to. It was so painfully obvious.
1: But you know what else you can tell is that like, especially this season, Okay, Robert is not showing his face. Don't even want to be on the phone with her when the camera's there.
0: Oh my God, that's hilarious.
1: The son is like deuces. The yeah, little the cousin that work in, yeah, little cousin that work in the house is like nah, bra. You know, yeah, and the
0: and the girl that worked in the house last year the one that was helping her with the closet that she said like came to help when little Robert was born and just kind of stayed that fell apart before the show even aired because I had read about that that she was no longer working there so it's like just a random constant rotation of cousins
1: but I will say that when a ship starts sinking that's when the rats jump off mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she's like operating a pretty big ship <laughs>
0: And and it's and it's really an, um, a scary situation for them because the reality of it is, is that despite all the clothes and the big house and whatever, that big house was, uh, and, and we know because she even talked about uh, this episode, Things That Belong to Mama, that big house was Mama's house. You could look at the house and tell that that was like something that... Uh, an old lady built when she got some money back in, in you know, somebody who never had anything, kind of like mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes getting 14 karat gold bumpers on his car. So she, um, Lord, I dated myself with that reference. Um, so anyway, um, she so all of that were things that were already in existence. And then there was some cash and carry kind of situations because of the mortgage company, which in any situation is going to be one of. If, if you could get uh one of those types things going on, that's going to be probably your most lucrative. Most of the other businesses from the radio stations to all of that stuff, none of that stuff exists anymore. The restaurants, I think there were two, maybe the one that was left is probably um, that, you know, they said COVID, you know, kind of did that one in. And then, The other stuff, I'm assuming there's probably property that they were selling off because Mama brought a lot of property. And again, it was probably cheap at the time that she got it. And of course, we know the congregation that we've seen in church on TV is pretty indicative of the congregation she has there. uh, I would I would bet my hat they don't have 100 members in that church. And then you got to take into account that the church split. And then who's going to go and listen to somebody who may or may not have even graduated from high school who can barely put together coherent sentences speak?
1: Yeah. For a whole sermon, too.
0: For a whole the sermon.
1: entire sermon. Well, the, cho- the choir rehearsal alone scared
2: me when they showed the little snippet of choir rehearsal and then she started going into testimony. That, yeah. Yeah. No. And,
0: and speaking of choirs... The choir for that church was known everywhere, but peep this, I talked about this before, it was because of her mother. You know how there's always in every church, the person, there's just somebody, the choir's associated with, like if it's a Sissy church, a the bomb choir. Like yes, Sissy, or, Sissy well, Houston. Well, Trenton, Betty Young. Yes. From when, you know, she had us killing it, pastors choir at El Bethel, and then she went to Shallow. But again, it is inextricably linked with her. Yes. Um homeboy and Jeannie at um at Grace with the Bishop's choir. Yes. So it's the same well, Mary's mom, um, it's the same thing. She she is that person. So when so when she left and uh, started her own church, which isn't around anymore, but when she left initially and the church split, well you know if anybody gonna go with the Minister of Music, it's gonna be the choir.
2: The choir going to follow the minister of music. And musicians too.
0: Okay, if nobody else (laughs) go, the choir member's going.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Not to mention the fact that since she's pissed and telling everybody that, uh, you know, she thinks that Bishop killed her mama, so they going with her anyway. (laughs) If that's your girl... That's your beloved choir director. She's also, you know, you feel like she touched by the Lord so she can preach too. Um, And and on top of it, she telling you that the man who runs the church that y'all splitting off from is responsible for the matriarch that built all of this no longer being on this planet. Yeah, I'm going with her. So we already know what happened. And, and I actually saw them. There's a video. I'll find it. There was a video because the thing is, she left in the, the name of her church really wasn't much different. It was, it was basically like one is like faith, tabernacle, something, something. And the other one is like faith, blah, blah, blah. But hers um, isn't in existence anymore. And then the other thing is, remember, Daniel said that Mary or Dan said that Mary and Bishop aren't even there most of the time that he remember. He said they're only there like maybe three or four times a year or something crazy like that. So, yeah, too much of your international between Uh what is
1: it? Indianapolis, Utah, Vegas. Um, Exactly.
0: Quite a circuit. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a circuit. <laughs> New York for your surgeries, all of that. Well, now it's it's all Zoom, so it doesn't matter. So I'm, but remember the type of folks that and, and the type of church this is. Um, uh, something tells me that Mary don't believe in vaccines.
2: No, I can see she doesn't.
0: I don't think yeah. any of them do. No, no. She no because
2: she's God, and she she's going to place her healing hand on them, so you don't need a vaccine. I'll touch heal you with my hand.
0: Um and I'm and I might and have water. to go. Exactly. <laughs> and I might have to go with Missy on that. This might be the only the only area where uh we gotta be pro-Shah. I think of that entire cast, the Shah's are probably the the Shah's and maybe the the winds, um, Jeannie's family are probably the only ones who wear masks. The rest of them strike me on some anti-masker type stuff. Oh yes. Hell yeah. Yes. So (laughs) if if Meredith and Lisa got uh got the vaccine, it's only because they run businesses, not because they wanted to. I was so uh,
1: like I know
0: that your your volume went down. You were sounding great for a minute. What happened?
1: I don't know. Oh, now you're talking. Okay, on a normal day, there are um, "Make America Great" hats in the wardrobes of every single one of these women.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. so that's where I said this is the only area where you know you got to go pro shaw on it. So, although I don't know, they they I don't know. So, because I mean, it's one thing to go to school in in Utah, then you decided to stay. I don't know. So
1: anyway. yeah, yeah. Okay, I said what I said. I didn't yeah, exactly.
0: Make it- so episode sixteen starts off, you know, little light. Uh I if I you know, we knew that Meredith was planning a party for Seth. I wanna say that it kind of got mentioned towards the end of last episode, but I don't remember because this episode started a little weird because they just they just came in after the party as if all of that had not occurred, right? I mean, am I mistaken? Mm -hmm. It wasn't wasn't episode 15, the party, and they were all like fighting? And, and and it went off literally with Meredith and Lisa having it out in sort of the lobby area or whatever you want to call it of Whitney's party. And unless I blinked or because, you know, I always say maybe I went to the restroom or something. I feel like this episode started it just started like on a new day. There was no epilogue to the party or anything. Did I miss something?
2: No, no that's, miss that, that's how it ended to me. So.
0: Yeah. Cause I, you know, I don't use uh, it, it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going crazy. Um, and, and that's and it made it even wilder because of course right before it starts they show you what happened the week before so of course we see the note it ended on and then it began and it's like daylight and you know an um sort of an, an aerial picture so that was weird but anyway we know that she's getting ready for this birthday party for Seth and she was all pressed about making sure she had it somewhere where there was a pool um uh, you know, I thought maybe it was gonna be indoor. I really don't know what I thought, or maybe it was a hot tub that she wanted. But it, I just, I was like, I, I'm pretty sure it's still winter time. <laughs> but then again, they seem to do a lot of things outside in bathtubs and hot tubs and whatever. I guess if that's what your weather is, you're just used to doing those types of things. And I guess we're we're just not like if it's cold. There's just certain things we don't do outside you know that, yeah. that just might be the blackish in us i don't
2: know mm, yeah i'm going with that
0: yeah so what, was, <laughs> what was the theme of
1: this it seemed like there was a theme but the like, theme was my husband's
0: was. a perv and i'm okay with that
1: okay that, i'm that celebrating his right.
0: k- it was
2: kink like how the met gala they celebrated kink i think like what's your kink what's your ideal like what's your little and not kink in the sense of But I don't sexual, know if they said that.
0: Did she sexual, say that that was the theme?
2: Well, no, not sexual kink, but whatever is your oddity. That's what, remember the Met Gala one like two years ago? Their oh, well, theme was I mean, kink.
0: well, yeah. I, get, I get that in terms of Met Gala. But I'm saying, did she actually say that was the theme? I thought the theme was... Like, it, you know, not being funny, it was, my husband likes certain things, so I'm just going to do, I'm yes, trying to put, part, put together a party with things that he likes. Except, yes, it was very
2: hodgepodge, as I call it. Except the
0: things it was, that he likes makes, a very hodgepodge. It, it highlights the fact, well, it, it wasn't hodgepodge, it was, it all highlighted the same thing, which is that Seth is pervy. <laughs> he's a
2: perv, yeah, he's pervy, mm-hmm.
0: You know, um in in our opinion, I was like, what the heck? Okay, so let's start. Mary Um I would say her attire was the mom from Beetlejuice. That's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> um it, it yes, it was it was the mom from Beetlejuice who in recent life uh would be Mara Rose and it would be when Mara Rose goes golf that is that was Mary. you know
1: I Eileen Fisher would never um <laughs> like <laughs> I love not Eileen on purpose.
0: Fisher.
2: I love not Eileen on purpose. Fisher too can I say that well, I she, love her uh,
0: oh, wait, she's she is uh she is the bomb.com no she would not on purpose going to a friend's <laughs> party no she would if she's being Winona Ryder's mom in Beetlejuice sure
1: Right. Cause that was all Eileen Fisher. So like, I don't know, but like that was 20 something years ago. Uh,
0: it might even be 30 to be honest. I think Beetleju- <laughs> I'm serious. I, I hate to date myself and, and date all of us, quite frankly, since we're all roughly the same age, but I'm almost a hundred percent positive that Beetlejuice came out when we were In high school, or at least when me and Sharita were in high school or about to graduate, I know that Beetlejuice had already come out by the time we went to college. Am I off with that, Sharita?
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, we were in yeah about our freshman year in college or. Yeah, maybe
0: something like that. Yeah. Beetlejuice had been out for a minute.
2: Yeah, it was like um, it came out like maybe our sophomore, junior year in high school, maybe. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it came out before Edward
0: Scissorhands,
2: is... and Scissorhands was our sophomore year in college. Uh, okay.
0: Absolutely, Beetlejuice is is like I mean that was really uh one of one of not the but certainly one of the star making roles for Winona Ryder. So well, maybe it,
1: maybe it was all vintage. Like I don't uh, know. Like let's it try was to find up.
0: It, it was all something. I don't think that she was trying to be... 1988.
2: Beetlejuice came out in 88. I just
1: Googled it. Okay. Okay. So
0: we're right. All right. So junior year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think that Mary was trying to do a vintage look. I just think that by the time she puts on however many layers of whatever she puts on in that, a uh, hoarding area of hers, that's what it came out being. She's like, okay, I'm gonna wear black. And so everything black she had she put on.
1: Because she is not rotating that closet. Uh, She's no. not.
0: Uh,
1: not. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> she can't she can't navigate it to rotate it. And most of the time she looks weak, so she can't even move things. Like she, she literally looks sickly most of the time. Yes, so, she does. Yeah, especially bless her heart when she's not wearing makeup. Whatever you let, whatever she let them do to her face, uh, it, it, she needs to be somewhere with um, Peppa from Salt and Pepper suing somebody. Because woof, Lord!
1: If I had to speculate, they did not use the cool laser on her you know well well no definitely stuff.
0: not there was definitely burn marks and when you combine yeah. that with bleaching it is a lethal combination yes. yeah yeah but towards the bottom of her face when we saw her with no makeup it's so funny that you said that i hadn't mentioned it but that was the first thing i thought of i was like okay that was she was one of the people that got it before they realized that uh, people of people uh, of color need the cool laser
1: or she's just in Utah and they don't have a whole bunch of black people. There you anyway, go. That's how yeah. she know.
0: travels all over to get her stuff done because she, she does doesn't. not
1: have black. She does not have black quote unquote friends.
0: Yeah. So even if she went to New York, she went to whoever like was in the phone book. Mm-hmm. So. Because remember a lot, they, uh, like, several of her relatives and church members all insist that when she was gone for X amount of time and then came back with this new look and all these surgeries and lighter and whatever, that was when she was in a combination of maybe New York, Florida, what have you. Um and and she does not
1: think highly of black people in general. No, she doesn't. No, she she, doesn't. You know she's not going to a black dermatologist, a black doctor. Mm-mm. She's not doing any
0: of that. So, she's not yeah. even going to an Indian person as two tan. No, she's not. So are we going to talk about Meredith's outfit or no, are we going to leave that? I mean, how,
2: you know, um, um,
0: really... um yeah, I
2: can't, man, it was can't. purple. And the ple- Is that the one, the ostrich? Well, the, well, no, ostrich.
0: no. The ostrich was Whitney's party. No, this Whitney's was party, Seth's yeah. party. Remember? It was oh, yeah. It was, oh, it, was black, it was the black, the black, and the purple of May.
2: The yes. black with yeah. uh, the purple of May. The eighty. It was a reject of the eighties. Like it looked like a very nineteen eighty five ish outfit. But the interesting not like
0: thing it. is, not like you it. know, the, the deep dive Bravo people, you know, they're like detectives. I swear if I ever need somebody to find somebody, I'm just going to go to like some of these people online that watch these shows or go to the folks on Reddit. Um, because remember it was the online people that basically solved the case with the guy and the girl in the van a couple of months ago. <laughs> but, um, apparently this is an outfit and I didn't have a chance to pull it up myself before the show because I just heard this today that this was something and and now I'm vaguely recalling it that Erica Jane wore so not only was it ugly but Mm. it's something another housewife wore so like first of all don't repeat another housewife but if you do don't make it be one of the ugliest things they've ever worn and chances are Even though it's ugly, if one of the Beverly Hills housewives wore it, they still managed to wear it better. Ugly though, though it may have been.
1: Yeah, she did not look comfortable, and it was her party.
0: Yeah, but I
1: I, I hate it when women don't look comfortable. I really don't like that.
0: But then I'm wondering, did she wear it because she knew that ultimately it would get wet so she didn't care? Like, was it a dots version of the outfit? So she Oh, she didn't bring hair?
2: out dots. That's what my story. Oh, not the dots. <laughs> not the dots. Oh, she brought yes. back dots.
0: <laughs> dots, girl. Dots.
2: Oh, uh, you so back there
0: with,
2: oh, with fashion not Fashion actually, bug.
0: Actually, fashion bug is higher than dots. Dots and rainbow are on the same level. Yeah.
2: Dots, rainbow. And what's that one? La Cor- La- something. I can't think of See, it. I don't
0: even know. I just the know. The little dots and rainbow.
2: Yes. Oh. But, um,
0: okay. So we'll get to the hot tub moment in a bit. I feel like we need to go and spend a little time with Whitney's breasts. Because apparently Seth wants to spend all of his time with Whitney's breasts. Now I'm going to say this. And for those who are not black, I mean, if you feel like it feels a little prejudicial, so be it. What are you going to do? Uh, you know, it's the way I feel. I cannot, and I was talking to either, I think, was it either you or Missy? One of us were talking about this yesterday. I cannot in any, any sense of the word, I don't care if it is the most easy going is kind of non confrontational brother on the planet. I would even use oh, that my was son you and I. As, yes, I would even use my son as an example. Any man, certainly not of the brother variety or even a, a Spanish brother either, because we know they don't play. either. I cannot imagine any man who would be OK with someone commenting about their wife's breast in mixed company once, let alone every single time that they are around they are around them, and that's just the times that the cameras have caught. And, and, but and if that, you
1: were if you were in the lifestyle, that is the well, lifestyle.
0: Okay, and that's and and of course we're gonna get to that because. Because that's the only, that's the only explanation for it. Because like you, like Sharita and I were talking about yesterday, it would be one thing if for whatever reason, cause you know, see, every, every, different strokes for different folks, it would be one thing if she had just gotten her chest done, right? This is a close group of friends. They, not this group, but I'm just saying a close group of friends got together. The wife just had her breast done. It's obvious. Um, and I'm sure it was obvious when, um, Whitney got hers done, because even though we didn't see what she looked like before, she's a small girl in every other way. So it's obvious that the breasts are done. They are sitting up, plus they're extra swollen, just done, okay? They haven't dropped yet, the whole nine yards. We get together as couples, there is no question, there is no point in us pretending that the elephant in the room is not wearing huge breasts. So the topic in some form or fashion is acknowledged. Yeah, I mean, she, obviously she just got surgery, so we're taking it easy or whatever. And one of the other men, one of the other brothers in the room said, well, I hope she's okay. She, she looks good. I'm sure it'd be a great thing for you all. Even that would be borderline for most men I know. And it would be the husband who brought the conversation up. Literally, that's the kind of thing that even if it's the husband who brings it up, you're supposed to just kind of nod and agree with him silently because there just is really no appropriate time to say it. It, it. It would be like saying to your best friend that his little sister's Breasts look good because now she's developing. Like what?
1: But let's consider the source. I mean, well, and then again, this is cons- a, this is a couple. This is a couple who last year, you know, they had a lot going on. He was there. She was here.
0: She was seeing people. Didn't say that, Sharita. And- yep. So absolutely.
2: We just I, said that yesterday.
0: <laughs> I think that the implications. And it's really, it's funny how these things come full circle, right? I think that the, um, it really wasn't implication. It was literally uh, the threat of character assassination that Lisa made to Whitney last season. Remember episode two, when Whitney called her out at the ski trip little luncheon thing, the first time Mm -hmm. they had skiing. And Whitney, um, and Whitney and Heather called her out on the fact that she had spread the rumors about Heather in college. And Whitney said, and, and Whitney called her out and said, yeah, and you called me on the phone and basically told me to shut my mouth or leave you alone or whatever it is, or you are going to spread rumors about me and my husband. Now, whether or not, it's true that, you know, whether or not Whitney and her husband get down like that is neither here nor there. The point is, that's not something that if they whether they do or they don't, they don't want the world involved in that one way or the other, which they certainly have that right. And so it's really interesting that Lisa, who just happens to be her be her bestie, uses that as a threat to assassinate the character of this young woman who she's trying to shut down when it's her girl who seems to have all kinds of little rumors swirling about her because on top of the rumors that Jen Shaw was more or less co-signing on last season about Meredith being for the streets, um, during, I guess when, when her and Seth was separated. But just a few weeks ago, it was all out on the blogs about an um, allegation that Jen and Meredith had had a little bit of girly time, if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, not, yeah, Jen, Sean, Meredith had had a little bit of girly time. Now, again, rumors, but there were like three different bloggers that said it. Everybody from Kempire to Up and Adam, all of them said it. But really? But,
1: I missed all that but that makes sense though i mean i'm not saying it's true but like i could see it especially given the whole little show that she put on on meredith yeah maybe there
0: was a reason why she came over there with no panties on
2: oh you are
1: right Mm,
0: okay wasn't Mm. anticipating the kid weren't the kids supposed to be leaving to go to the movies
1: and, oh. yeah
0: like that would
1: make sense to me I'm not saying that's what it is but
0: and then you got sense. the husband that can't stop talking about okay so now back to Whitney's breasts okay fine this has turned into some kind of joke to cover the fact that this man is not only obnoxious because we saw that he was obnoxious last season. I kind of let it go a bit because I felt like maybe he was trying to overcompensate for the fact that Meredith was so dry. Um, And she still is, but obviously because of various storylines, she's been forced to engage more this season. So, I kind of gave him a little bit of a pass on that, especially when I saw them on watch what happens because he really was um, the one that kind of kept the fun going when um, he and her interviewed with Andy, because she was still very like closed up and, and all of that. Okay, fine. But he was just ridiculous at Whitney's party um, he was annoying to me. Even when the guys were playing golf, I found him annoying. Um, and, and at his party, I'm like, okay, did he take some shots beforehand or whatever? So at- but, uh, there you go. So went from just annoying to flat out pervy
1: yes. at um,
0: yes. at the, at the party. Um, and there was one or two things I can't remember, like maybe one, something he said last season that made me go huh? in, in the pervy thing. But again, I kind of just let it go cause she was so dry, but this was just ridiculous because then they went from just talking about the breast. So she gives him the breast cake and he gets down to lick the nipples. I was done. Yeah, I was done. I said, and he did it, because if he had, like, been silly and, like, just put his whole, like, you know, smashed his face in them, which is what I thought he was doing, but he straight up, face to the side, tongue out, I said, you know what, I am so over Seth right now, Um, and I felt like some of the other people were too, but it's kind of one of those things where we're used to it, so we're not going to trip about it, but we still. It, i mean it's still cringy that that was kind of the vibe i was getting from some of them especially dewey um and you would think that dewey would be all down with it even dewey looked a little like bro.
2: yeah he yeah, looked unc- so they all looked uncomfortable like everybody yeah. was just look yeah only person that was smiling was meredith Which
0: yeah yeah Because even because I kind of felt like even Whitney herself seemed a little uncomfortable. And when I caught that, I said, "Okay, Whitney doesn't like this. You know what I picked up on? Whitney doesn't like it because she said, here's a cake of exactly the replica of my breasts so that you can stop talking about them.
2: Yep. You're right.
0: And I said, "Okay, she don't like it either.
2: So she's trying to give a subtle hint.
0: Yeah, because she she didn't have to say that. It's like, here's the cake. Happy birthday. She was like, so you can stop talking about them. And it was like, and it wasn't like, oh, you can stop talking. No, it was, it wasn't like sweet Whitney. It was like, okay, it's uh, the joke's over. Here, here's, here's your breast cake. Your wife asked me to do this because obviously you don't just bring a breast cake to somebody's party without their wife's assent. Okay, I went along with the joke. Now we're good. We're even now. But
1: it's such a passive aggressive thing to do, especially if you're Whitney and you have the balls to come at people left and right. Like, just tell dude, shut up.
0: But see, I don't think she does. I think Whitney picks her moments depending on the backup, number one, and two. Yes. Um, and two, I think she, she also, Whitney, wants to feel comfortable that if she's going to do it, everybody is not going to come down on her. So that wasn't her moment because in that moment, however uncomfortable she may have been and however uncomfortable everybody else was, nobody was going to back her up. So she had to pretty much just not go along with it. And I, I also think that like Whitney and Meredith's friendship is still not quite a friendship but it's better than meredith and heather it's it's kind of like they're they're better than co-workers but they're not quite friends either and and part of it may be age so they never they may never end up being friends whitney is closer to the age of meredith's kids
1: right right Uh
0: so um and, and on top of that meredith Acts older than she is I'm going to assume that Meredith is probably only around 50 Based on the age of her kids Because uh, Brooks is only in his early 20s Because Brooks uh, Brooks was in college when, And I'm assuming he's still in college But he, he was in college when he took the semester off to do the show When they were trying to make him happen first season
1: You know, I don't even think she's 50 I just think she looks 50
0: And she acts 60 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So okay. So now we have. Um, so that was the breast. Didn't they get in the pool? That was weird. Uh, Lisa was like, "Yeah, y'all ain't messing up my clothes." So was it Lisa or Whitney? One of them had a swimsuit. Was like, yeah, I'm "Lisa." Not doing that that yeah. was Lisa. Lisa was like, and I'm not mad at her. It was basic black because you know probably something that she could wear as a camisole under her outfit. She's like, "Yeah, we with yeah, we not doing that. Sorry." I wasn't mad at it. Like, even if it was just a leotard and not a swimsuit, I'm not wearing my whole outfit and my shoes and all that in the pool because, uh, you know, I am not down with that. And we know the others tend to do that. I am not down with that whole throwing me in the pool fully Mm-mm. clothed. I, I, nope, man. I will end up in jail if somebody does that to me.
2: Clothes, yeah, that's not shoes, go well.
0: hair, all of that. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, walk around to close and then, d- oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah, the, after- wet.
1: <laughs> the aftermath is yeah. all bad. Oh, you gotta oh, drive I, home
2: yeah. in your car with everything down to your I, panties I, and your Broadway.
0: I'm not even oh, to the point no. of driving home in my car. It's just the fact that you have destroyed what I have put together that I had no intention of swimming in. I'm still stuck there, I'm still stuck poolside. So, my anger is going to hover poolside for a long time before we even get to the point of anybody going home. So, okay, so next we go to the men surprising the women with a trip away to a spa. Jenny, who said they don't consider that a particularly relaxing Mother's Day to send them away with a bunch of women who they don't get along with. I think it may have been Meredith. Um, But we know this is just Bravo's excuse for another trip uh, so that they could have uh, to, to manufacture, if possible, a big blowout to wrap up the season because this trip and whatever happens in its aftermath is basically how we wrap up the season because there's only about two two to three episodes left so I guess it must be going to like maybe 19 or 20 like or 18 or 19 like Atlanta and then the three part reunion so yeah, it has been a long season a long yeah it, it um, well, really has They gave them a fuller season than first season because their first season wasn't even, I think, I don't even think it was 12 episodes. I think it was like 10. Um, And then, uh, and then of course, Not every show gets the same length. Of course, we know Atlanta and Beverly Hills have always gotten the longest seasons. Atlanta has definitely got the longest seasons. In fact, last season, they finally cut it, thank God, because Atlanta was getting like 22 episodes before you get to the reunion, um, which is part of the reason that their salaries were so high, Um, because even when they switched to paying them per episode, that's a lot of episodes. So, um, and then everybody else, even New Jersey was only like, uh, when New Jersey was hot, I think they were about 16, 18, but now I think everybody is hovering around 14 or 15. So they really shot all the way up, um, with, with this one. But again, I think because, um, because of the situation happening with Jen Shaw and Mary and they knew that they didn't want to cut it, but they all, but they had to like kind of lead up to some of it. But, um, you know, obviously if the three of us were producers, I think we could all agree that they probably could have cut as many as four, maybe even five episodes out of the first half before they got to the Jen Shaw arrest. Because honestly, That first half dragged out so long that they probably lost viewers right before the show kicked in to the part where, you know, for those of us who have stuck with it, are telling people, no, it's good, it's good. And they're like, yeah, no, it was terrible. And we're like, well, yeah, you did have to stick around for like 11 episodes. But then it was great. (laughs) So um and and yeah and they gotta they have to uh they've definitely got to tighten that up um but anywho because even with the reunion especially without mary there um and it's not so much that any of us think so uh, a whole lot hinges on mary but there you know there are things that obviously were were they were planning to no question they were planning to address because of the stuff that involved her in the latter half of the season and when you combine that with the fact that if jen actually listens to her lawyers and doesn't answer any questions about her case it really closes the loop quite a bit on what they have to talk about because you can deal with the fact that Lisa was a troublemaker and all up and through basically she was the common common denominator in pretty much every storyline but that's still something you can wrap up in an episode
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean you you don't need three episodes to deal with that and in fact since we know that all Lisa's gonna do is is deny and tantrum excuse me denying tantrum out you could probably knock that out in two commercial segments so the women get surprised next we go to Jen and Sharif any thoughts about Jen and Sharif I mean I, their scenes are just kind of pitiful at this it point feels like just looks, it feels like it's forced yeah forced. well because I would imagine that Sharif just it, 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 I keep telling y'all Sharif's black is cracked
1: But can you know, I I also just tell you one of my biggest pet peeves with adults is that nobody has to invite you to anything. Boom. Sometimes people just want to have a smaller crowd, or maybe it's just not a good mix. I always or maybe people are don't like, like you. I didn't get invited. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's like, but I thought we were good, but like her saying, I can't be your friend right now, <laughs> it doesn't mean you're good. I mean, well, she and that's said at the table.
0: And and Y'all she need didn't need to be her
1: friend cuz I can't be her friend right now.
0: And mind you, she didn't just say it then. She said it multiple times. She said it when Jen was around and even when Jen wasn't around. Highest level, she said it when of course when everybody ran back and and told and talked behind each other's backs after the um after the trip to the slopes, I mean, I'm sorry, to Vale. So of course, Jen knew whether she heard from Heather and Whitney or when Lisa was throwing everybody on under the bus. There's no question that Jen knew what um, that Meredith was basically dancing on her grave in Vale. Then, like you said, yes, she told her to her face at the table, like barely three feet apart at the faux lunch. Uh, the whole thing, I can't be her friend. And then, let's not forget, she did it again at Whitney's party when she somehow managed to make that entire moment about her and said it again. You know, you guys need to be this or that and a third because I can't be your friend right now. And, and as you said, Missy, that's when Jen said, "You know, but why not?" And da da da. So. No, I'm not inviting you to my husband's party because I keep telling you in front of everybody we know that I don't F with you. So I, I, I <laughs> what's confusing about that?
2: I don't get but what the problem is. Confused. I don't know why she's confused.
0: Well, she was, she really wanted an invitation. If anybody would have been invited, it would have been Coach Shaw. We know Sharif probably wanted him there because he probably wanted to look at him in the pool. (laughs) I'm sure that they all would have got a kick out of looking at uh, Coach Shaw without a shirt on.
1: Oh, oh. he's
0: literally the only the the only one of the husbands who prob who we probably actually wanted to see in the hot tub.
2: Yeah. of of all that group of them. Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, Sharif's the only one that we actually would wouldn't have minded him getting in the hot tub. So um, that was weird. But then when um, Coach Shaw told her about now, this was the part. And Sharita, is this what you were talking about with the seeming force when Coach Shaw told her about the thing with the with the husbands um, wanting to send a wife on the trip? I'm gonna agree with yes. you there because most of the time. Sharif's scenes whether he's happy or sad are very natural and to me this was one of the times that's get that given what they are going through he was not up for having to play his part in the whole Bravo thing and in this case his part was to promote this fake storyline for their next cast trip with this whole we decided to send you guys away because realistically speaking outside of the fact that bravo set up this trip and the whole nine yards uh Missy Slovel is saying hey how are you because i'm the only one that can see the screen <laughs> so um they, i think that the um in real in real life when, uh, if this was not a part of this whole, you know, Bravo setting up the trip thing, this man just told her a week ago or whatever it is in real time that we've got to downsize. We've got to move out of our homes. We've got to do whatever. Cause we got to come up with this money. Her mom is, is liquidating her pension or her I wish pay I to would. Pay for her attorney. Uh, I, uh, who you telling? I Girl. <laughs> I'm still mad about I that. I wish I were. I, I don't know who I'm. I'm more upset with Jen or her mama, but it, I mean, definitely with Jen. But I, I want to hit the mama too. But at any rate, um, I think that uh, it uh, again, if we were to be realistic about this, given everything they're going through, and 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 as especially as it relates to money, Coach Shaw. Or Sharif would not be joining in with a group of men to send his wife on an all expense paid luxury Mother's Day trip to some posh villa at a spa for the weekend. That just wouldn't happen. So, above and beyond the fact that he had to play his part in this whole, you know, little Bravo piece, it was also. it it, it probably galled him to do it because he's like, not only do I have to do this shit, but it's also crazy in light of what we have going on. And the fact that I'm telling her that we got to send around a collection plate to pay our rent and her legal fees.
2: And we downgrade into a townhouse basically.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, I'm sure by that point, her lawyers had already shown them that uh, some of the other people who've already pled guilty and what have you, in your case, uh, the restitution is, the figures are like 3.5 million. Because, a couple, yeah, that's what those sentences in restitution are looking like. It is high.
1: Look, you when you have stuff like that going on, you can't do all the things. But it looks like Jen Shaw is going to try To do well she's still so, trying to give
2: the impression That her life hasn't like Well I understand that coach Shaw Says that we need to downsize and I agree with him but her Downsizing is just until We get back because she's still talking This that she's going to be vindicated yeah. and, oh, yeah. and she's going to come out of this Not guilty Like, okay All right <laughs> okay girl
0: Unless and, and this bravo Money uh and uh credit uh credit for this um information to um web to uh blogger uh tamara tattles uh again remember they are early in their housewives journey so you know as we like to say they ain't got their money up
2: oh they're not making a million dollars no yeah they ain't no
0: in fact not even close. According to Tamara Tattles, and it, and it sounds about right from what we know in the past, Housewives. Season one, they were making two thousand per episode. Ooh. Season what but, but again when you're when you're season one, even on a on a network television show, you're unless you're an established name, um, an established star, you're not making very much. And remember, this is reality TV and nobody knows you. So see at season two, they were making six grand um six grand an episode which considering the number of episodes they have that's why i said meredith shut up with that every time they go somewhere don't why you keep inviting me heffa you was gonna come anyway because you if you if you're in in this episode you don't get a check so six thousand per episode for them while it may have been long suffering for us as viewers for them, obviously, is a good thing because if they've got eight episodes, six thousand per episode, plus the uh, a three episode reunion, um, that's a that's not a, that's a nice chunk of change, really. Yeah, uh, you know, they got the free trips and and what have you. At six thousand per episode, that's over two hundred thousand dollars. That's uh, I mean, that is still. Um as as you as we all know from most reality shows, even on major networks, nobody gets a couple million do- a quarter million dollars unless it is a competition show like uh, Big Brother or Amazing Race or Survivor, and then you get the big payday at the end, but you have to win. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you literally get scale because I know on Big Brother, they get scale. If they make it to the jury house, then it goes up. But it went up in the initially for those that get kicked off in those first couple of weeks or whatever. um, They just get scale, which if I recall, scale is what Missy uh Sharita. It's like, two hundred and something dollars. It's not a lot.
2: I never knew what scale was. but um, I'm going to Google that one day. Yeah. I'll find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scale is scale is not even five hundred bucks. Wow. Wow. So I mean you make more than jury duty, but it ain't it and much. not much more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but the bottom line is a quarter million dollars is a lot of money for a reality show. That so in in the grand scheme of looking at it from that perspective when you add it all up, there is still value for them to being on a on like The Housewives show. Now, when you in the case of, say, a genshaw and some of the others who, uh, well, Genshaw now. Genshaw had money when she was stealing from people, allegedly. But in the case of some of the ones who are perpetrating, like some of the ones out of Atlanta, some of the ones even on this show, then we know that it's not a lot of money because they are spending a lot of money that they really don't have to perpetrate the lifestyle for the show, in which case A lot of that money, even though it may be a quarter million dollars or in the first season, barely fifty thousand dollars is being eaten up very quickly. So, you know, quite frankly, for somebody like a Mary or some of the other ones, they probably came out of the first season without it really seeming like they made a profit because they, you know, they had to show. They tried to perpetrate living large and designer. Exactly. Clothes and whatever, that's why what I was just uh, thinking. Which, that $2,000 an episode with 10, 12 episodes, I mean, we're talking 20000 before taxes. Now, that's not a lot of money. Nope. So, um, but again, it's still more than the love of hip hop people get. But money. they
2: had to basically, <laughs> the money they're spending now, like you said, to live this life of opulence, because you look at a lot of their houses, with the exception of Mary, that looks like she's a hoarder, a, a, a organized mm-hmm. hoarder. But hoarder another. But at
0: least with Mary's house, the one thing we could say for Mary, it may not be her house, but chances are because it was Robert's house, it it is a good strong chance unless they've gotten to the point of having to take mortgages out against it. At least her house, it it may be a uh, hoarder central, but it's probably. Oh no, for. it's paid
2: for. But I'm just saying, as of her house, just the clutter up her closet mm-hmm. slash other rooms that she uses as a closet. But the rest of them are buying clothes for the show. Let's be honest; oh, like yeah. you know, they're going out, they're shopping, they're getting their wardrobe, or their life together to give a life. I'm op- married
0: too she just don't know what to buy, but she's, she's spending it too. No, Because the, when they show her sitting in her closet um, and the purses and stuff that she has now, it's not stuff that you or I would necessarily think is cute, but because we know who those designers are, the bags cost what they cost, whether they are cute or not. A YSL bag is going to cost what it costs, even if it's not a cute one.
2: I think she's going to Neiman Marcus last call though. I don't think she's shopping straight off the road. Oh, I'm
0: sure she is. <laughs> yeah. She she may not be I mean, she's still spending uh, yeah, you know, about two thousand. She just may not be spending full.
2: Exactly.
0: Um you know, okay, so that was that. So now we get to them heading and now we going I'm gonna give this to you, Missy. This is them heading to the mother they're in the van and we basically have a a redo of the same crew as last time with uh Mary and Meredith not there i don't know i don't even know if they ever said That Mary was coming, but we know that Meredith is going to be there because Seth was a part of the crew that came up with the idea. So I don't know what the excuse was for her not being there this time. I can't remember. Did they say that Mary and Meredith were going together? Because they did have a conversation about Mary and Meredith, which then snowballed into what became the big hullabaloo.
1: I don't Do you recall, you recall whether they were, I don't recall whether they were like going to come together. I just know that I was tripping off of the fact that it was like the same driver. Yes. So, like, the same...
2: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Thanks, I didn't people. even notice
2: that. Oh, they even said, which one? Yeah. Somebody said something to him. Like, isn't this deja vu like the last time? He said, I hope not. Now I
0: did <laughs> hear the deja vu thing and somebody said I hope not. I was like, Ooh, the shade. The and shade. I
1: know that if I was getting paid like fifteen, sixteen dollars an
0: hour to drive with these crazy bitches in the back.
2: Screaming you know, like, and oh yeah. Is- Oh,
0: yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Chances are, because we know just from like basketball wives and stuff, a lot of times they're driven around by production people. So this van may be like a rental production van since it's all outfitted with like the mics and stuff. And it he may be a member of production for all we know. And they're just making him look like a chauffeur. Because that would be weird. Like, how would you get the same guy? I mean, I guess the same company. I don't know. It is Utah. Maybe it's only one place that have those kind of (laughs) fans. Probably. No. It's like probably a party bus. bus. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Like
2: a party bus. Like if if a group of us in New Jersey was going to Atlantic city for the weekend. I agree, yeah.
0: but considering that it's outfitted with multiple cameras and it has to be, has capability for a producer to be in there and whatever. Um, it, it may be a party bus, but it might even be the same party bus they use on every show when, when the women are going somewhere and it's like a production van. Um, Cause there was definitely somebody from production in there. Yes. Cause that sister with the braids had to grab Jen. hmm uh-huh. Um, Okay, so let's get into it. So somehow, and and this actually, as we saw in the beginning of the episode, or flashes to the beginning of the episode, that this was something that really kind of started before they got in the van, um, kind of among uh, Heather who was it? Heather Whitney and Jen sort of going down this primrose path about the who, what, where, why's with Um, the FBI knowing where Jen was and all of that, which of course just sounds completely crazy because do you realize you are literally having a conversation about how the FBI and Homeland Security know where you, how, how, how would they have known where we are? Do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? It's the FBI and Homeland Security. What do you mean? How would they know where you were? <laughs> I mean, I was sitting there like having, I, I, I felt like I needed to take a pencil and poke my own eardrums out. Like I'm sitting here like, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh-huh. Like you are literally asking how the FBI knows where you are okay, I'm just going, it, if nobody else understands why that is ridiculous, then okay, fine. I know you two do. I hope that those of us, who those who are listening to this show do. But if you don't, I'm not going to explain it to you. God help. Um. Yeah, so that was ridiculous. And then somehow, I don't even know how, because it, it was almost <laughs> like at one point, Several of them were talking at once and then it sort of zeros in where I think Jen, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, I think that Jen kind of let out the frustration that's that's the way i took it she kind of let out the frustration that she had been feeling t- uh, as it relates to lisa that she did not fully express to her when they met for lunch i feel like when they met for lunch lisa came ready with explanations and of course tried to flip it as she often does to make herself the victim. I was hurt. I was this. and That's why I didn't reach out to you. And Jen was probably just glad that somebody in the crew was willing to meet her for lunch. So she didn't fully, um, really fully express all that she was really feeling about Lisa kind of dumping her. And so I felt like this was that this was really and I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong but I I'm I still feel like this is where it came from I felt like this was kind of her erupting with that because she didn't give it to her with both barrels when they met the first time what do you guys think oh I agree I would agree
1: yeah Missy and I just think that there was time for there to be a little bit more clarity about how, how bad those conversations were. Because yeah. I have no doubt that people were on the phone arguing their point of view or saying, you know, she tried to say – because, like, like, think about how bonkers it was that Mary was like, I didn't say anything about you.
0: Exactly. And and again, we also have to remember that there's a couple of different things that are at play here. There is Lisa. Now we know that Lisa has tried to shadow produce uh, the entire season, but a lot of the shadow producing that Lisa was doing and her and and why she was probably able to play it, uh, kind of play these women against each other, even if they didn't notice, obviously we were watching. I mean, we've picked up on it was because like with Jen, she was talking to her several times a day. So while we may have picked up on, no girl, she talked to me seven several times a day because she's manipulating you. um, Jen actually believed that Lisa was her friend. So, so there are actually a lot of conversations that were no longer happening. Certainly, the conversations that people may have been having with Jen. So the only person that Jen is probably had, at least in that crew that she was talking about on talking to on a regular basis was probably Heather, who pretty much is just gonna go along with whatever Jen says, as long as she's not yelling at her. So, um, and and so a lot of these, I agree with you, Missy. A lot of those conversations that probably would have gotten nasty and ugly and maybe gotten some of that out, they didn't. Uh, Jen never got any of that out against Lisa because I would bet money that Jen and Lisa probably hadn't didn't speak again. Uh, since those Bravo cameras stopped rolling at that lunch. Because at this point, Lisa is in self-protection mode. And I would bet money that the only time that Lisa was effing with Jen from that point forward is if they were filming, Mm -hmm. which is not what Jen was used to. Because like she said, they had been talking two or three times a day. So Lisa kind of set herself up for that because You called yourself trying to set yourself up as Jen's bestie so that you could get airtime and, you know, be with her to be the center of attention of the show. But it came back to bite you on the butt because then when Jen had a real issue and you pulled away from that, she actually really thought you were her friend. Mm hmm. So uh, my my signal had messed up. I think part of it, it impacted Missy. So she's probably going to call back in. But at any rate, so that was really bad. But then we had, so then we had Jen. I don't, it, help me. How did we even get to the point where they were standing up? Now I did see Lisa push, like she she put her hands up and of course, I, she wasn't trying to fight Jen, but she definitely pushed towards Jen, like she was t- kind backing of, her
2: up, like telling her to back up. Yeah, she up, was trying to back her up.
0: Which, yeah, she was trying. But see, that can be a dangerous move. You and I, it certainly know, and we've seen it. That can be a dangerous move because if the other person is getting to the point of being of of aggression, which Jen was, even if you. Put your hands on them to back you up, to back them up or try to, you know, get away from them or any of the things that we know realistically that Lisa was trying to do. Because we know Lisa ain't trying to fight. What that does with the other person is give them the the thing of being able to say oh my god you hit me or or look and see what she she was reaching to hit
2: me or she was trying to hit me yes
0: and that's why I, I had to reach them and we know that Jen is absolutely that type of person because that is very much and and no guys I'm not getting into a whole Candace or Monique thing I'm simply saying that that is the type of thing that we would see um a Candace do when it comes to that whole like someone putting their hands up and then she start windmilling and and use as the excuse well they put their hands up a porsche somebody they they would do. That. yeah um well hell we did see that the porsche did do that uh, dennis try to get uh uh um you know tries to block her from going after his mom and the next thing you know well we saw what happened there so at any rate um so jen gets up All of this anger, you're not my real friend, you're not whatever. No, Jen, she's not your friend. She was never your real friend. The only person that Lisa has ever truly valued her friendship with on this show is Meredith. I guess time will tell if she truly is friends with Jenny, but if what happened with Angie is any indication, it's only a matter of time because remember when Lisa brought Angie into the situation, she had all the same wonderful things to say about them being friends for years and all of this other kind of stuff that she said when, uh, with, with Jenny and then I mean I'm sorry Uh, yeah that that she said with Jenny but all of a sudden when things didn't go her way one time then it was later Gator and and Jenny was out of there so I mean well that's why why her
2: and Meredith are having problems now because Meredith the first season was basically her lackey she
0: yeah well, I don't know. If she was necessarily her lackey, but she—I think she let her get away yes. with a lot. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. So because because I um, think that Meredith was g- giving her, looking at her a couple of times side eye too. You, but I think that Meredith kind of felt like I'm giving her the big sister. That's what I took. I'm giving her the big sister, little sister treatment. I don't like everything she's doing, but as long as she accepts my reprimand as a big sister then we'll be okay because Meredith did uh, you know in a gentle way like handle her a couple of times season she
2: talked to her she explained to her
0: yeah I think what has happened with Lisa and we've seen this happen on these shows many times uh, the housewives and it seems to happen on the housewives especially probably because they do make more money so the stakes are higher. Girl I am hearing everything you do over there. So So the stakes are higher I think what is happening with Lisa is that she is getting too caught up in the show of it all especially since as we've said she's clearly been trying kinda shadow produce all season. Um and so in and in doing that she is sacrificing her friendship with Meredith. She doesn't think that she is but she is
2: Oh, she definitely is.
0: Um, And and I don't even and and honestly, I don't even think that she necessarily means to, but you can't make the moves that she's make. You can't make the type of moves that she's making and not sacrifice that friendship, especially when it comes to um, a situation. We see you back. yay, Missy's back. (laughs) Especially when it comes to someone like Meredith and especially as it relates to. Meredith with Jen because Meredith feels so strongly about it. We don't have to agree because, or because it, it's not us, but that is her and that is how she feels. And ultimately, you and Jen were not close enough or knew each other well enough for you to go so far to it, to those lengths to defend her and all of that. Just so uh, when you know that I'm hurt by it, even if you think that my pain is completely irrational. Okay. Then I'm being irrational, but why do you care about this person so much anyway?
2: And we've been genuine. Like we were friends before this show started for years. Exactly. Yeah. And you just met this woman due to the show.
0: Yeah, and I think like because I, I think they knew each other because Jen definitely said that the whole thing about um, Lisa with her events and stuff like that, so I'm sure she knew her in passing, but she didn't. She definitely didn't know, know her nor. I think it's clear who knew each other: Whitney and Heather, who still weren't necessarily close, close, but they're cousins, so they knew each other, and uh, Meredith and Meredith and Lisa, then jenshaw they probably knew in passing like just from hanging out but not friends and then mary was just you know somebody they threw in for local color i guess like jenshaw
1: and mary knew each other and we know this for a fact only because of the conversation about the aunt and the amputation oh yeah exactly
0: but even with that, it was, they didn't know each other well. It was like kind of them getting together and bonding as it relates. And Jen even said it like bonding as it relates to them both knowing they were going to be a part of this cast. And like Jen said, we were two women of color. So I was looking forward to getting to know her and being friends with her. And, you know, try to probably like, you know, a little force of friendship. We're going to go to New York. We're going to do whatever. And then they spent a little too much time together and got acquainted with each other's brand of crazy. And then it didn't work out because they both have their own personal brand of crazy.
2: Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. Look, I was on TikTok um last night, and they had like a a a reel of Mary's greatest hits.
0: Mm.
1: Oh my God! You if and you have it, you gotta send the it. The faces alone, Look, I can imagine. One of them. I can one of them had Mary. This is so wrong, but it had Mary talking about the aunt, and then it had, and I don't even remember what episode this was but apparently the aunt was coming to, to, to um jen shaw's house yes
0: because <laughs> she I had a little like, boy with her or something yeah yeah
1: and she said show me your legs and she like pulled up her skirt and meanwhile on the real mary's talking mad junk about the aunt. And I'm yes like,
0: whoever made this real is just They're going to hell wrong. And and, and I remember that because it, it, because that diary I think is, that is when, you know, all these people who all of a sudden woke up and decided they were team Mary because she's entertaining. No, she's not the real Mary is the chick who, who had time to think about it and still said in her confessional, I don't know why the lady's legs got cut off. I guess maybe she didn't drink enough water. (laughs) (laughs)
1: bra right. <laughs> she did say that but look and in this reel and in this reel they also showed she she came into her church and i guess the choir was practicing and she told the guy who was playing a guitar you're getting too fat you need to drink more water no
0: see i didn't see that is that yes, what you were
1: talking yes. about earlier, when
2: she was doing choir rehearsal yes
0: Oh, my gosh. He's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I got to see that. So, anyway, bottom line is a fight ensues. Everything goes haywire. Um, it looks it, – it, you know who it reminded me of? It reminded me of Needy and yep. Kim in the RV. When
2: they were driving down the to Florida. Yep.
0: Uh, ev- when I saw it on the commercial and when I saw it on the show, I said, this is Needy and Kim in the RV. It went because the way that Jen went after Lisa, and I tell you what, that woman, that producer, the one with the braids who grabbed Jen, she had her work cut out for her because Jen was not making it easy. Like, it, it, she, dead ass. <laughs> she wasn't making it easy.
2: I'm over Jen every time. Don't get me wrong. I know she's an emotional person, but I think she's past emotional. She goes to the extremes like, but why is nobody defending me? Why are you not defending me? Like, I understand her point of why she feels, the way she feels, but the yeah, way but she at this point, it,
0: Nobody really knows yeah. what's going on. Like- the, the mere fact that these women are willing, I don't care, contract notwithstanding, the mere fact that these women are still willing to be around you, film with you, talk to you, even to have conversations that somewhat allude to your charges is huge. Because if in some settings, and I would dare to say, especially like with some of the ladies in Beverly Hills, I would venture to say that some of those women, like especially some of the old school, like a Lisa Vanderpump a Camille Grammer or some a, a Adrian Malou, some of those folks would never film with a cast member with with pending criminal charges. They would tell Bravo, you know what? Sue me. Sue me, because what I'm not going to be doing is filming with a castmate with pending federal criminal charges. As far as I'm concerned, I was traumatized because you all did not protect me because I was sitting in a damn production van when police and Homeland Security and FBI agents pulled up with guns and everything else. I am traumatized. Hell no, I'm not filming. And if I do film, I'm not filming with her.
1: But can we just also add that before Jen Shaw got out of jail with the braids or whatever, right? <laughs> she, went she went to, went jail, to jail with Gelderberg. the braids. Would
0: you stop? Those were her veil braids. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> her vacation braids. Before she
1: walked through that door, she signed
0: Your phone, phone, phone went down, phone. down again, boo. She signed yeah. a whole bunch of paperwork. Oh, right? yeah. Yes. Tell and it, girl. To tell be it. on
1: pre-trial release,
0: De- and you're you not going
1: to be beat no asses And you're trial pretrial <laughs> release Like who does that Like if anything Like that's the last thing You want to do And honestly like if I was a prosecutor And you know I don't know What it's going to look like next week It could be a big teaser nothing burger But if it is something substantial And she gets found guilty I would try to use that Towards sentencing
0: I mean, it, it was just. Uh, it, I mean, I. I yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Everything you said is right. Everything you said is right, and they and and these courts in every situation, whether it is. And the Erica Girardi situation with her husband and in this one. And I do believe I did hear that recently they always ask Bravo for footage. And I know that they asked Bravo for footage in the Jen Shaw case because, hell, she said things even that Bravo has left in the episode that could be somewhat incriminating or at the very least contradictory to whatever story she's telling them because i think we can pretty much figure out based on the way that she tried to distance herself from Stu when she was talking to heather she's probably at uh probably with uh at the courts Uh, i mean you know telling her attorneys that she damn near barely knew the guy if she gonna sit up and play in our faces and say that she doesn't even know what he was doing and they hardly work together on camera. So that's just, so the stuff that Bravo showed on the air doesn't even account for the hundreds of hours of footage that we didn't see. Like for instance, when they showed those we know those shady ass throwaway scenes of her and Stu walking in the garden and all of that kind of stuff that they normally would never have shown if this case wasn't going on. You know that the, the, obviously those scenes were much, much longer with far more conversation than the little beak pieces that we saw. And that's just like this fight. There's stuff that's edited around it and things that were said and probably some extra expletives and all of this stuff. Well, when the court gets this and all the other stuff, they're getting all the footage. They, they want Bravo's unedited footage.
1: Yeah, it would. In, and like a lot of this would go towards her sentencing, you know, even towards restitution. If she's like, I don't have any money you know, I mean, it's a mess. It's a mess. And I don't care how emotional she is. She got to get it together because she got a whole family. Like
0: kids, well, husband,
1: mother with her retirement savings on oh the line. God, like, don't tell me about that. She got to get it together. Yeah, she really does. Like, the the. I'm okay even
2: with her getting elevated because women of color, when we get Passionate about what we're talking about a lot of times, we do become a little more animated. I'm not knocking her on that, it's yes, just her but, animation. But
0: that was, that's not animated. no, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. Trait. But
2: that's what I said. It's gone, she goes past animation to the point that, like, she kept on. I understood last season, let me backtrack to last season, what Whitney kept on saying to her when she's like, You ruined my husband's party, and Whitney's like, We did not, we didn't tell you to break the glass. But let's be honest, I do agree with her that had you not, t- that wasn't the time or the place to tell me what you told me. Yeah. So it set a whole thing, a chain into motion. Okay, so a chain of.
0: And I didn't break the glass and put the. And, for and no and reason. Put the, uh, put the, no, but I'm yeah. saying I didn't break the glass and then put the shards up to your neck. Like, you know. Yeah. There's I, I may have broken the glass on the ground, but we all there, there's breaking the glass by just throwing it on on the ground for emphasis. And then there's taking a bottle and breaking off the bottom half and putting the shards. Exactly. So, so last you know, season, let's, let's not get last
2: season. Yes. And I understand where Whitney was like, no, 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 that's on you. But did I think she start? Like you said, that's where it's like, OK, I understand you're frustrated because you wanted to have the perfect party for your husband. And it did go to the yeah. left but, but throwing the glass was, No,
0: this stuff was, No. She, she yeah. just get And this stuff on the van though. She's
2: too much. She's too much sometimes. I I I saw it last season, so I'm not shocked that what she did this time is what she did because she always gets animated with Well, when at the end of the season when they went to Vegas and they had to restrain her yep. then when she pushed Meredith or was Elisa, she pushed mm-hmm. one of them. And I'm like, okay, so she does show, and that's another reason. They've seen her get physical before, because she didn't choose she hit or swatted. She swatted at um, Lisa. Uh, Whitney. Whitney. Yeah, it was Whitney.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. I knew she swatted at somebody. Because, it because
0: that's why, because remember, she tried to apologize with her to her when she got back, because that's why Whitney still, you can tell, isn't like, she she Fs with her, but like at arm's length. Um you can see that it's kinda like you're her friend and then I just happen to be her friend, but you know, like if she ain't around, we ain't doing nothing together. Exactly. Um, but no, this was I I now is Lisa frustrating yes does she get on our nerves yes and the voice yes all of that and was she talking out of three different sh- sides of her neck on the van Uh, in the van absolutely because even the other ladies were like okay Lisa now come on that ain't what you said so we know like she's you know she's faking some stuff and her castmates are calling her out which of course is pissing Jen off even more because then it's like okay so So not only were you, you really were kind of dogging me, which is what I told, uh, accused you of doing, but you tried to turn it around on me. But other people are confirming that you was talking cash shit too. Okay, all of that. But under the circumstances, as Missy said, given that you got bigger things to worry about, whether or not this woman is whatever you want her to be is not, it is definitely not a priority now and certainly not to be getting worked up over something even I wanted to say stupider, even more foolish as, as, as it relates to Meredith because why would, why wouldn't she care more about her friendship with Meredith than she does with you? She's known her longer. And up until y'all started talking on the phone three times a day or whatever it is you claim y'all were doing, um, she made no secret of the fact that, no, uh, no, hon, this isn't a book club. This is, we're talking about, uh, we're actually wrapping up talking about The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Bravo. Um, but anyway, uh. Uh, she made no secret of the fact that Meredith is my best friend. We're like sisters. Meredith, Meredith. I mean, hell, they're even get, uh, getting the same fillers and stuff in their faces and are morphing into each other. So... I, yeah. Yeah, so it's so it's just really nuts. But anyway, so that is all we have. Thank you very much for coming on, Sharita. Thank see the fun you. You've been missing. I know.
2: Yeah. I, I was behind, so I couldn't join because I finally just got called up a couple of weeks ago. Finally.
0: Well, now you got to stay cut up because within the next couple of weeks we'll be dealing with the oh, reunion. Yes. I, I almost feel like we. I, I almost feel like we should get dressed up just to talk about. <laughs> uh, I gotta go no. find some velvet. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: so in quarantine, head. but I do have some sequin joggers I wore on New Year's Eve. Yes, put I on your sequin out, joggers. I got a tank top that got a little glitterati in it. I'll
2: put that on.
0: I have a sequin jumpsuit, a uh, strapless jumpsuit that I think I'll put it on, and maybe uh, there there might be a piece of velvet around here, like from my Christmas. You t- can t- wrap it around. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like velvet, you know what? I, oh, in honor of Jen and who else had on purple? There was two purples, right?
2: Yes, uh, Jen had on purple and uh, uh, no, no. she was
0: well, at rate, Lisa have
2: a, Lisa on? Her, kind of like was fuchsia. She was a fuchsia, yeah. Magenta. Was,
0: well, at any rate, I ha- I have a purple schmelvet Christmas tree skirt. I think that that is what I am going to put on. I'm going to put it around my head. It's going to be a whole look. It's It will still be way better than what they did. I swear.
2: Right. The, it can't That's worse. What Can anything be really that much worse? No.
0: No. No.
2: Do I have okay. to put a bra on? Do uh, I have to put a bra it, on?
0: It, 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 why bother? That's my
1: line in the sand.
0: Okay. All why right. bother? <laughs> That's your line in the sand. I mean, Melissa. because you know, <laughs> like, no, I'm they done. what we saw yeah. with their looks, none of them wore any kind no. of foundation garments because everybody looked perfectly shaped.
2: Yes, all of them. Nope.
0: It, it, yeah, not
2: one was, of them was <laughs> cinched to the gods.
0: Nobody no. had. Nobody was. Nobody was cinched to the earth. Let to alone to the, the gods. Yes. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think hips. I don't think hips are
1: in style in Utah. I don't I don't No. Think, I think they are probably frowned
2: upon. Yeah, they look they want to be straight up and down that model look. Okay. Yeah. The 1980s. Is
0: that what we're no, doing? No, they want to be
2: the 80s model less, where you're straight up and down. Yes, curves are not embraced there. I still think they want more of a
0: But you'll get your lips injected to look like a guppy.
2: I haven't figured that one out yet either.
0: No. But you're, you're Spongebob yeah. all
1: the way. You're
0: Spongebob all SpongeBob the way. Spongebob with liver lips.
2: Well, okay. Even if they don't all want right. the cinching, at least smooth. They, they, none of them look smooth. You can get foundation just to smooth you out. not to...
0: They managed to screw up Jenny's shape. How do you do yeah. that? Same thing with Whitney. I'm like, what? how do you do that? it's like virtually impossible and and and, you know and although like we give lisa a hard time you know let's let's not act like lisa's got a bad figure i mean she's you know she's she's um i think she's a little more like athletic Mm -hmm. but definitely i mean you know hell i i take no hips. yeah she's no she doesn't have any hips, hips but i mean she doesn't have but again the right dress can make hips and if it's not built into the dress then you do it with the foundation garments mm-hmm. like hips uh hips can be purchased without surgery uh it's been done since the beginning of time
2: look at the drag RuPaul drag race if i've never seen some men that got okay. the curviest curves and they don't put it on like little.
0: Honey, yeah. like you can give yourself a shape with some saran wrap and a good girlfriend to to, to uh, run around you in circles a few times. It, you know, it it can happen. You can do it on the cheap. You could do it on. You could do it expensive. It all depends on how much you want to breathe and whether or not you're okay with sweating. Mm-hmm. But it can work. <laughs> how much you want to breathe? I like breathing. <laughs> I do okay but but the point is it can be done um so but anyway at any rate we're gonna get ready to go so I'm going to give you some applause too so let's give some claps for Riri who better be back
2: (laughs) thank you thank you thank you thank you thank
0: you thank you okay gonna do our cheers for Missy because she loves her cheers Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging with us with our uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Marathon, because which it ends up becoming. But we end up having so, so much fun. And thank you for to all of you who listened to the episode last week. I think we had like it was like over a hundred listens just within the first 24 hours of that episode. And I got notified that, um, and it had to be because of those two shows that we were, um, trending 240 on itunes which doesn't sound like a lot but it's a huge deal because we know there are thousands literally thousands of podcasts out there so that's pretty good so i was like hey 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 we're, we're moving we're moving so as always come back and hang with your girl lots of other stuff coming on i've already got three episodes believe it or not in the hopper waiting to go up this weekend that are already done finishing editing like the um The uh, Poor Little Rich, When Poor Little Rich Girls Fail episode is done and almost ready. And also the episode um, from Emmett to Ahmad, a mother's perspective is almost ready as well. So, lots of great, great content coming up. We will also get the crew together because I feel like we are going to have to, whether we like it or not, Sharita, we're gonna have to get Sean on the horn. Yes, and we have, we are going to have to talk about that. Ready to love reunion yes. because. Ooh, boy, that's why we can't We didn't come on until nine tonight, uh, Missy, because Sharita watches that too, so she's part of that crew. Um, but lots of lots of good stuff coming up. I will also be appearing once again on on the Tisa Tell show. That's really her show has just really been skyrocketing. But I will also be appearing on that show sometime within the next five days. We're nailing that down to give my perspective on the. Current on the ongoing trial, which I would imagine is going to be wrapped up probably within the next week, but the um, Cardi B versus Tasha K trial—some really interesting things have come out of that just within the past uh, just within the past day or so. Um, and so we'll be catching up on that too before court goes back in session on Tuesday. So stay tuned and happy New Year, because we're still in the beginning. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Missy. Yes, Happy New Year. And 2022. Happy 2022. Oh, my gosh. It's it's already going by too, too fast. Uh, Please listen to us on anywhere where um, you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, if you have Apple iTunes, please go on there. Listen. Give us five stars and a review. Same thing on Spotify. Please subscribe everywhere so you can listen to us all the time. Go back and listen to some of the old shows as well. The link for my book, Parent The Parenting Odyssey, is also in the info section of the podcast. I would certainly love to send it out to you. Otherwise, as I've said to you before, if you are thinking about it, clink, clicking about it, linking about it, or just want to talk about it, chances are I want to do those things with you. So let's be honest together. Good night. So you guys can say good night. Good night. night. <laughs>